than you are. Or would you rather enjoy another episode of the Man's Man Film Review? And now your host, Tom and Joe. Cut the music. <laughs> welcome back. Yes, welcome, Joe. Welcome, Tom. Oh. We've got a very special one tonight. I say that, say that every time, but this one is really special. You're lying. Special as special. in short bus special. Yes. <laughs> Hudson Hawk. It's so special you need a helmet to watch this film. Yes, because you'll be banging your head against the wall trying to Yeah, understand. literally. Yeah. Literally. We'll get to that. We'll get to it. It doesn't hold up well, does it? They never, never did. It didn't, yeah. It would have to hold up to start with, to have to hold up. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but well, yeah. Let's, uh, we'll get to that later. Let's talk about what we've seen recently, Joe. That's right, before we catch the excitement. There's nothing... It's like catching a disease watching that movie. What movie? Okay, we, we can't start the review yet. We, we want to, but we've we got to wait. What have you recently seen, Tom? Uh, I saw Magnificent Seven. You did? I did. Is it worth it? I liked it. Okay, I keep putting that movie off. Yeah, that's why. It's good. Um, did you like it? I did not see The Equalizer. Yeah, I didn't see that either, okay. believe it or not. I'll have to check that out on iTunes. Did you I heard like, it was great. Did you like the original? Uh, Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Okay. Again, it's one of those movies I'll probably have to go back and revisit. Yeah, I liked it. It's a, it's a popcorn movie. It's okay. not like a great movie. Sure. It's not a great Western, but it's got a good cast and it's enjoyable. Is it's, it on the level of Tombstone? Um, kind of? Yeah, it's similar to that. I'd say Tombstone's better. Well, of course. Yeah. Of course. The, but I, I would say it's like great. that kind of Western. Like it's sure. a kind of crowd-pleasing movie, but... Nothing great, but certainly enjoyable. Okay. And I, I don't want to give any... Spo- I, I guess there's one spoiler I'd like to discuss, which I thought was crazy about this movie. Okay. This is a spoiler, so if you're going to see the movie... Well, it's just, fine. You can this, ruin it. It's okay. Fine. Um, only minorities survive in this movie. Really? All the white guys die. Hmm. Is, isn't that strange? Denzel Washington has his way. Well, yeah. I'm like, it's crazy. Well, I'm you know, the director's obviously... Well... Yeah, too. But Antoine Fuqua, but... The like, director of Training Day. That's all they put yeah. on his posters. We're the director of Training yeah. Day so, and the Equalizer. I guess I really haven't spoiled the movie, but I thought that was interesting. That was kind of, you know... You yeah, that's cool. You Maybe don't usually see that, yeah. No, because originally, was there an African-American in the original Magnificent no. Seven? No. Okay, well, there so you it's, go. So it's, it's different in that way, but... Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out if, you know, you're interested in Westerns. It's it's a fun contemporary. Sure. One. And it's not going to change the world and not like, you know... It's not like Unforgiven-level Western, but it's a fun movie. Okay. So... Um, cool title sequence, at least. Yeah, yeah. they they played the the original music okay. at the end of the movie, which was cool. That is cool. Yeah, nice. I enjoyed it, and I also saw the accountant. Yay! Did you like it? I thought it was great. Really? Okay. Yeah, you didn't okay. think it looked good? I don't know. I thought it was really good. It kind of looked boring in a way. But you know, I wasn't really bored at all. I thought it was really. I mean, good. There's no paycheck. Paycheck. <laughs> did no. John Woo direct that movie? Paycheck. Unfortunately, right? he did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, you I don't know. know. Like, Those I, are the yeah. type of movies that I'll probably skip in the theater. I'll probably check it out on iTunes when they go on for like the 99 cent. I can see that. I We actually got free passes for it. They did like advanced screenings. Right. So, yeah. yeah. If I go by myself, I'll go check out the movie if I, you know, see a man. It wasn't movie. like, yeah, it wasn't like a secret agent movie, but it really struck me as like Ben Affleck trying to do like a, a Bourne movie because he kicks a lot of ass in it. So It, it kind of resembled. Yeah, Bourne. but I, I liked it. I liked it, it a lot. Matt Damon's like, come on, dude. You're the new Batman, and now you're trying to copy my movies? Come on. Hey, I thought it was good. I like Ben Affleck. You know, I think Is he's... Ben Affleck's uh, new Batman movie on hold now? I heard it was on hold. Is that true? Or are they... I, are I've they... heard they, they've called it the Batman now. The Batman. It's okay, so it's movie. moving forward. Now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Must have been a rumor. Uh, the I've... Batman. Yeah. 
I'm kind of excited about that. Obviously, I didn't like the Batman vs. Superman. We talked about that. In Suicide who's the Squad, villain in this one? Deathstroke? Is that... I haven't heard yet. I'm trying to keep... I kind of try to stay away from these. A lot of people want to hear all this stuff before it comes out. Uh, is that a character? Yes. In the I Batman think, Yeah, okay. I think so. Right. Right. I'm not a big Batman fan. I mean, I like the movies, but I don't really read the comic. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But... Back to that one, it definitely the accountant I thought was excellent. I'd say check it out when that comes out. It's definitely worth seeing in the theater. Rated R, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Definitely worth checking out. Nice. Um, that's all I've seen right now. What have you seen? I have. I, I just checked out Central Intelligence. Kevin really? Hart. How was and that? The, and The Rock. I thought that looked like shit. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Well, you're correct. <laughs> I, see, it's something I would watch, but I would expect it to be garbage, you know. It is pure garbage. You, you've seen this movie. I mean, yeah. come on, you, you've seen it in, um, well, if you've seen a Kevin Hart movie, Kevin it's, Hart, the same, yeah. it's the same formula, it's it's another rush hour wannabe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's on that level, that type of genre. Well, Kevin Hart's like, he's got a lot of charisma and personality, but his movies just suck. It kind of reminded me a little bit of, um, uh, what was that Martin Lawrence movie back in the day when he started up with uh, the dude from Shawshank Redemption, Tim Robbins? Oh, uh, Nothing to Lose. Nothing to Lose. Actually, actually that was funny, though. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's kind of on that kind of goofy level. Where, okay. You know, Kevin Kevin Hart is kind of like this, the, the cool guy. He's the jock in high school, and then he turns out to be kind of a, a loser. Yeah, and I saw turns the... Turns out uh, to be an accountant or something like that. So he, life isn't going as planned. You know, he's yeah. like projected to be the most, um, I don't know, the top prospect to succeed or whatever the hell that fucking award is in high school. Yeah. Um, and then Dwayne was just a large... I saw some disturbing scene where he's like shower? really fat singing yeah, and, yeah, and, and he's they like do that generic really CGI bad, face. Yeah. Oh my god, that's how the movie begins. Some of that CGI stuff these days is scaring me. So. It worked there because it was just so just ridiculous. Well, I mean, I liked you know? it when they did it in like the X Men Three, where they had like the really you know they yeah. did the de aging on Patrick oh, Stewart and yeah. Ian McKellen. That was cool, but sure. sometimes it's getting really yeah, no, freaky. No, no, no. I, I think this was meant for you to laugh at. Um, yeah, yeah, it's um, you, you've seen it. You've seen it. Um, so it's not even worth a rental? You can rent, check it out. I mean, yeah. it has a couple laughs in there, but you just you get bored after a while. You're well, like, it's, oh, got a, it's got to have more laughs than Hudson Hawk. Well, of course. <laughs> I don't even think Hudson Hawk has one laugh in yeah, it. Yes, it? that's exactly what I was going to say. Bonnie Ball Ball? I don't know. Let's, I don't know. Nice. Again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are. We are. I, I just, we're, we're bursting the seams here. So excited to, to destroy this. So, thing. yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's worth renting. Sure, but I mean, you could skip it, go on the rest of your life without seeing it, and not miss a single thing. So yeah, it's kind of I yeah, it's kind of what I figured. It looked like a, a totally Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson kind of uh, he portrays more of a nerd, obviously, but it just obviously. comes off that he's kind of <laughs> awkward in a way in yeah. the film. We're almost you're like yeah, is he kind of kiss Kevin Hart it's, at some point here? It's difficult not to like him. He's always entertaining in pretty much every movie he does, even if they're bad movies. Yeah, so. but nah, stick stick to your Scorpion King type movies and <laughs> Scorpion King. I mean, the like other the, guys, what was that? Right, the other guys. That was funny for the yeah, you know, the scenes that he was in, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, well, okay. I, I it was one I was probably going to watch eventually in a video or you know mm-hmm. cable or something. But I saw the preview. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely video or for free. Oh yeah, that was the one I was going to pay for in the theaters. And then the other one that I actually saw in the movie theater. Um, but then my kids were like, hey, hey, it's it's available for rent on iTunes. Can we watch it, Dad? I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it again. That's The Shallows. Have you seen The Shallows yet? I have not seen that. Check this movie out. I mean, anytime you get Blake Lively. Yeah. Half naked. I'm there. That's basically the whole movie. I'm there. It? Yeah. I'm there. Boom. Sold. I'm there. <laughs> and then you add in a great white shark. 
cool. I mean, it almost has that kind of speed premise in a way. She gets attacked by a shark, right? But she's stranded on this little rock that's 20 yards away from shore. She's going to bleed to death. But yeah. she can't swim to shore because there's this massive great white shark that's literally circling her. And I don't know. I think the shark had the hots for her. Baby. Well, it makes sense. Because he's just, he wants her bad. You know what I mean? Was this the shark that's like killing other people and stuff? Kind of yeah, like anything that comes close, you know, he yeah. just destroys, right? Um, there's, there's a funny sequence in the film where uh, there's some drunk dude who passes out on the beach or whatever. He comes to, and she's screaming for him like, hey, help me, help me. But instead of helping her, he goes over to her purse and steals all her money and takes her cell phone. Oh. But then he sees that there's like um, a surfboard floating in the ocean, so he decides, I'm going to take that too. Except Tubbo gets on top of it, and the shark attacks him and bites him in half. It's fantastic. <laughs> Why would he steal the surfboard? It's it's a you know a, a very simple premise, but it was executed pretty well. Um, you know, because I, I thought they could have went the um, what is that shitty movie, Deep Blue Sea kind of route, you know. But it actually, it was exciting. Um, was it like, for, so it was better than open water and shit like that. that oh way. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I mean it, it's you know it has a little bit of the castaway. You know, there's there's that whole you know. So was it better than Jaws? Was it better than Jaws three? Yeah, of course. Course. But the better than Jaws, Jaws 4, was it, was it, the shark was kind of looking for revenge, kind of, you know. He, he found it, and then, yeah. But, no, I mean, the it's, it's a cool movie. You have to check it out, especially the way they take out the shark. Oh, you spoiled the movie. What? 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 Oh, dude. Come He's, on. Come you're spoiling all of these I'm movies sorry. for our viewers, or listeners. I'm sorry about the viewers. But there's another. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the best CGI shark I've there ever seen. There are two of them? <laughs> Because you know damn well they haven't done a good CGI shark yet. Deep Blue Sea, those sharks were just fucking hilarious looking. Well, Jaws 3D was incredible. With <laughs> Tomb Raider 2, that CGI shark. In I've there. never seen the Tomb Raider. I haven't Croft seen any. Haven't seen face. any of the Tomb Raider movies. Oh, they just look awful. Awesome. Oh, they are awful. They're pissed. It's know? funny that I'm like a huge Piss video game film. fan, but like basically I steer clear of any video game movies. Because well, they haven't made a good one yet. Assassin's Creed. Sorry, it's that gonna, looked awful. It's gonna flop. I, I didn't really like the game. So. I, I, th- I swear to God, back in the day, Mark Wahlberg was going to jump aboard the Uncharted? Yeah, that, that's been floating around for a long time. Okay. It was going to be Robert De Niro, too. Oh. Okay. And then they changed it. So it's, it's been... I think David O. Russell was going to direct it. It's, so he can point. start freaking out on people? <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, David O. Russell is a pretty good director, but he's nuts. Who does he yell at? Who's that? Lily Tomlin. Oh, poor Lily Tomlin. Yeah, it's Just like, it, go, it. go Google, or not Google, go to YouTube and look up David O. Russell and, like, Lily Tomlin. It's, like, behind the scenes of a movie, and they just get get into it. It's freaking hilarious. He seems like the biggest dick ever. It's because he is. Yeah. Good director, though. He's done some good movies. Oh, yes. I love Definitely. The Fighter. I think The Fighter's a great movie. Fighter's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. And fantastic. He's Rocky for the modern. Fantastic, despite Mark Wahlberg being in it now. Yeah. There you go. Oh, come on. Mark Wahlberg's not that bad. I shouldn't put him down. He's no. not the worst. Except for that uh, shooter movie that he was in? Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Terrible CGI in that movie. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I recommend The Shells. It's a, it's a fun movie. So we've recommended uh, pretty much everything except for Central Intelligence. Except for Central Intelligence. And that's a, a soft, like, pass. So it's like, if yeah. you know, if you see the preview and you want to see it, it's probably... If you have nothing else better to do on a Friday evening, rent it. Cool. Yeah. Kind of like listening to our podcast. Yeah, know? exactly. I mean... Who doesn't want to do that? We're so damn entertaining. Absolutely. Cute. <laughs> I'm glad you added that in. Yes. All right, well, let's move on to the top five this week. 
What is our top five? Top week? five was uh, recommended by uh, Mike, Thanks, our good Mike. friend. Yeah. Top five movies, uh, sequels that didn't happen. Like Ooh. movies you liked but never got a sequel. That is a good one. Yeah. So I can start. I wanted to give an honorable mention because this one probably shouldn't really make the list. The Nice Guys, the new movie. The Nice Guys. I would love to see a sequel to that. It's kind of too soon to say if there will be one. I'm sure there won't because it didn't make much money. Yeah, exactly. But it was a damn good movie. Yeah, and I, it's set up perfectly for another movie. It does. The especially chemistry between those two characters was yeah. fantastic. And because it took place in like the 70s, like, well, now they can do the 80s. Exactly. I was like, this exactly. is going to be great, and not going to happen, probably. I hope it does. I yeah. really do. So that one doesn't really count. This is the closest we'll get to a Lethal Weapon 5. You yeah. know what I mean? Except, like, well done. Well, exactly. But I'm just saying that it was a damn good movie. Yeah. They did a hell of a job. Speaking of which, I saw... Um, Black. There was a preview for some kind of, like... Uh, Family, family. I don't know what it was like. Those get together movies with Danny Glover's in it. What? It's another one of those black, black oh, movies every, where everybody comes together. Yes, on the holiday and he's like the dad them. in it. It was pretty funny because they had to put the stupid line in there. I was like, "I'm too old for this shit." Oh, I'm like, come "Can on. he do that in every freaking movie?" God. It's like, wow, just awful. I did that line in Shooter. <laughs> okay, Tell me, Mark Wahlberg, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> pretty, he just yeah, he just come on the screen every movie and just kind of like say that. Basically, <laughs> all right. Well, my number five, my real number five, would be Unbreakable. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, especially because well, originally it, it was supposed to be a trilogy. Yeah. Right? See, this comes with some you know reservations because I don't want to see it anymore because M Night Shyamalan sucks so bad now. Yeah. If you were to make it now, it would be terrible. And he's actually talked about it recently that oh, I'm interested no, in going back to that. I'm like, can't. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe that will be the no, project no. that will revive Bruce. Not Willis's interested. Career. He's doing a new movie with Bruce Willis. Really? Yeah. I, I saw it on IMDb. I don't know what it's like. Like horror? About. I don't, it didn't look like it was horror. It looked like more like a mystery thing. But no. He's so, Just they're both so awful now. You know what? Nobody cares about your twist endings anymore. I mean, yeah. it's done. Because they're terrible. It's terrible. But Unbreakable, I thought was, I think it's still his best movie. It's, you know, and everybody likes The Sixth Sense. I think Unbreakable is his best movie. I'll agree with you on that. And it's, I would love to have seen what he had in mind, but, you know. No. Now I don't want to see it because it's terrible. Me, I mean, nothing beats The Happening. <laughs> Unbreakable. You know, I still haven't seen The Visit. The Happening, I remember that. that. It's like the movie was so fun. Which one? The Visit. Did you see oh, The yeah, Visit? Oh, yeah, I didn't like it at all. Oh, they said it was just just ridiculous. But well, I, I like. I, I, I heard it. actually good stuff. They said, oh, it's, he's kind of getting better. And I thought it was awful. No. But The Happening, yeah, that was that was complete shit. God, oh, I remember seeing The that. preview, it's like, M. Night Shyamalan, his first R-rated movie. Oh, my God, a guy just got run over. You wait a long more. I'm like, that was awful. Oh, but yeah, not un- cool. Yeah, Unbreakable I think was his best. I would have loved to have seen what he had to follow up. I don't want to see it anymore, but maybe they could do comic books or something. You know, maybe they'd be good. I don't know. Did you like the Signs movie? Signs. Signs I thought was okay. It was a, it was fun to watch one time. And yeah, be done with compared it. to what came after it, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> I wasn't as big into Signs as most people were. That's. that's but I thought it was okay. All right, what's your number five, Joe? My number five is E. T. Two. E.T. 2, The Return Home. <laughs> so, so I'm kidding. I, you know, I'm, I'm not really kidding. It would have been cool back in the day. I'm, I'm talking when I was a kid. Yeah. It would have been interesting. And I, I'm talking, how old were we when we saw that movie? Oh, was, was that 82? Yeah. I think it was 82. Okay. Yeah, so, so I was like, I was like eight. Young little lads. I mean, so I right. cried at the ending of E.T. You know, yeah. I can't believe I'm admitting that. It's because you're a wuss. Yeah. You didn't cry at E.T.? When, when the big spam... Had left? Yes, I did. Of course. Of course I did. Everybody, everybody cried at the sure. um, So, you know, in 
just take it back. You're a kid. It would be cool to see E.T.'s home planet. Sure. Now, what would you... Is that what you would want from E.T. Well, too? I think Spielberg even wanted to do that back in the day. Really? Then he probably was wise. So what, talked what about would the, the plot be? Well, I think he comes back to pick up Elliot and then takes Elliot home. You know? Or maybe other space invaders pick up Elliot and E.T. comes to his rescue. Nice. On, on a different planet. They could do a tie into that great 80s movie Spaced Invaders. <laughs> Did it? What was the ripoff movie for ET? Mac and me. Mac and me. Oh my god. Yeah, if you've ever, I, did I tell you about that? That Paul Rudd always shows clips from that movie. Does he really? He goes on Conan all the time, and whenever he's promoting a new movie, oh, he like shows. Here's the clip from my new movie, and he shows a clip from Mac and me like every time. That's awesome. it's it's pretty funny. Go look Mac it up. Mac and me. Yeah, it's awful. So I don't know. Again, as a kid, now no, I do not want to see an ET two. Please stay far away from it. Yeah, it's a little too late now. The, the, you, you go back and you watch the movie and it's like, okay, why was why was I so attached to this? Well, because you're a kid. Yeah. You know, I think it was, it was, 82 was different. It was a different world. You, you got, yeah, I mean? you kind of got a strike with Aaron Todd on a lot of these movies. Right, right. But yeah, I, I started... I wish Independence Day was on this list, but then they made it and it sucked. I wish Independence Day, never, the first one had never been made. I hate that movie. You know that. I hate it. No, you're going to see the sequel? No, I hated the first one. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I did see this. But speaking of E.T., I, I did finally start watching Stranger Things. You like it? It's great. Isn't it fantastic? I'm only three episodes into okay. it, but it, it's, it kind of feels like an E.T. type yes, of thing. Yes, totally. It feels yeah. like an E.T., you know, there's a little, you know, hint and flavor of uh, John Carpenter yeah. movie in there. And the know? music's phenomenal. It's, it's great. It's fantastic. I'm really enjoying it so far. It's, I swear to God, Stranger Things is what Super 8 should have been. Yeah. You know? Super 8, what a disappointment. The best part of Super 8 was the short film, the zombie movie that yeah. the kids were making. That was it. Because yeah. we used to make movies like that when we were younger. Absolutely, we did. All right, well, let's move on. My number four would be uh, Remo Williams' The Adventure Begins, part two. I love that movie. I remember watching that on HBO all the time. Yeah. That was, that was a fun movie. Yeah. I, I, it, it, it it's totally no is. FX2. <laughs> remember FX? I actually watched both of those recently. Yeah. FX isn't, FX isn't awful. No, it's FX2 it's is awful. It is. No, it's but, like the stuff the guy built in the movie. I mean, that was pretty cool. Was yeah. Cool Remo Williams definitely deserved a sequel. I just didn't do very well. And, you know, right. obviously Chun is very racist, having a white guy and, you know, the makeup and everything. But Joel Gray was freaking awesome in that oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. That had a great poster, too. He was hanging off the Central Liberty. Yeah. That was, that was a fun movie. No, that, that's a good movie. It was. It definitely needed a sequel. Instead, we got like a horrible like TV show that lasted for like three weeks. Right. Which was just garbage. But It was garbage. It didn't do well, so I can see why it didn't, didn't happen. I actually think they're rebooting that now. Really? That's the word. No kidding. Yeah. All right. They've talked about that for a long time. Because it's based on a, a book series called The Destroyer. The Destroyer. Yeah. Cool. So apparently they're going to make... I guess it's the, the movie deviates a lot from the, the book. Okay. Like they usually do. They tried to make it more James Bond. Sure. Kind of. Yeah. Because yeah. actually the director of Remo Williams was like one of the 60s Bond directors. Oh. There so, you go. Eh, you know, I'm, usually I don't like the remakes and stuff, but I'm like, you know, Fred Ward's like 90 years old, so... He wasn't the director of Diamonds Are Forever, was he? I forgot, I forgot which one he directed. It might have been. Very well might have been. I did not like that. Yeah, so Remo Williams missed the sequel, but I will watch the reboot. Hopefully they make it good. Right. I'm fine with it. So, What's your number four, Joe? Well, I had this gigantic list for my number four. I had The Goonies 2, but I heard they actually might be making that That's movie That's never going to happen. They've been talking about Corey Feldman talks about that every month because he's but, so desperate for attention. Do you really want to see that? No. No, 
It's no. like, let it go. Let it go. You, you can't do it. Um, I think Kihu Kwan is definitely dying for a sequel to that, so Data can have, you know, a paycheck. Data. Um, then, the, you know, the rest of the list on there for my number four was like a Lethal Weapon 5. Obviously, that's never going to happen. A Speed 3, I doubt it because, you know, Keanu Reeves will probably make three more John Wicks. Yeah. Now, you know. Um, Which I'm excited for. Oh, yeah, the sequel. That should be fun. I love that's John Wick. We saw that together. I we did. That was, that was a good movie. That yeah. was good for you, Keanu. Good revenge movie. Oh, yeah. Awesome. He has a new dog this time, I guess. Yes. Um, Point Break 2, I know they did the remake. But it would have been cool if, like, you know, Keanu Reeves would have been the older cop. And maybe yeah. that's a cocky young partner. And Keanu Reeves is one How of is Patrick Swayze going to figure into that trend? No, no, no. No, that's all. He it moves on. It's a, it's a new, you know, they have to take down a new group of bad guys. It, it had legs for it, I guess. They could get Don Swayze to play Patrick Swayze's I, part. I don't know. His uglier brother. Last Boy Scout 2 was in my top four, but I finally landed on Rambo Last Blood. I hope they make that movie. I think it's. I think you kind of said it's not going to happen. Sucks. I was excited for it. What too. a great title. Yeah. Because he was going to go up against the Mexican cartel or something. I've heard like five different like script ideas for that. The Mexican cartel works because doesn't he come back home to Arizona or whatever? Yeah. Um, so I think that's on within the border or yeah, what have you. You know, but, damn, Rambo was a good movie. The the, the seeker sequel was really fantastic they did a great job with it the uh the fourth one oh yeah they did yeah. oh yeah yeah i enjoyed it way better than it should have been yeah the uh had a, one hell of a 30 minutes of just violence man what he was yeah blasting people in half but no i'm serious my number four is ramble last blood i can get um, i can get on board with that not not, not and i wanted to see the plot where he has a daughter who gets kidnapped didn't like that at all yeah i heard that, that, that. you can wait that way i think yeah. something tied in where he comes home the Mexican cartel does something. I don't know what. Maybe maybe John Rambo's father's still alive. Yeah, I just don't like the family thing. Like you said, like the, the, the daughter, that sounded terrible. It's yeah. usually just a recipe for disaster. Right. But I don't know. There, there could have been something. Or he has a long-lost son, so they can try and spin off a, a series with a so new So Stallone, son. if you're listening. <laughs> oh, he's, he's definitely listening. Yeah, you do, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if you're listening to the show, please do Ramble Last Blood just for us. Okay. Just for Tom and Joe. That'd be fantastic. This we're, we're dedicated to Tom and Joe. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Or Oscar too. God, I'd love to see Oscar too. Uh, we're going to discuss. Oscar's going to be involved in our discussion of Hudson Hawk a little bit later. All right, there so, we go. I yeah, love it. A little bit. Sorry, I rambled on with my number four, but yeah, ramble last blood. Yeah, so. We're on three. Number three. Yeah, my number. I think we're right. We got our numbers right here, don't we? Are we number three? Or did you do your four? Yeah, I did four. Yeah, We're doing did. Four okay. number three now. Right. So, uh, my number three would be Buckaroo Banzai. Okay, I always liked that movie. It's really weird. Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. It's a weird ass movie. It's not a great movie. What was that take on that? It's called Buckaroo Banzai. The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Across, across yeah, across, yeah. It's, it's like a fifty okay. word title. <laughs> it's a weird ass movie, and like I can't always say that I really like it. I thought it was. The characters were crazy, and it was so weird. I enjoyed it, and I was interested to see what the follow-up was going to be. And actually, at the end of the movie, it has one of those coming soon, like uh, Buckaroo Banzai against the World Crime League. See? Never happened. Never happened. Movie bombed. It's kind of had, like, it's kind could of become you, Could a, you make that now? No. Probably not, right? Everybody's too old. Is there a fan base out there for it? It's Yeah, it's kind of like a cult favorite. It's, it's kind of it'd be, it'd made be the rounds. They've done comic books and all this stuff, and it's been pretty popular, but I don't think it's popular enough to be like a big-budget movie. Right. I think they were, actually, the word on the street now is that Kevin Smith is doing a TV series. 
of that because right? he's a big fan of it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that's. It's still... not going to be a movie. No. No. I think, I think it's going to be a TV series. Okay, that's pretty. Cool. Think. That's what I heard last. I mean, you never know with these things, but. Yeah, so I'd love to reboot it into a movie, I guess, and try to do a remake. I don't know. Yeah, I just you know I had a pretty good cast at the time. Kevin Smith says it a lot. Wasn't he going to do something with uh, shit? Something with shit? Yeah. No, no, no. Um, (laughs) He's done a lot of shit lately. Who who am I thinking of? Saturday Night Live guy. Good Lord Almighty, his name's not coming to me. That's awesome. Or the well, Afro that, in the movie, uh, Fletch, Fletch. Fletch. He was going to do oh, yeah. the sequel to Fletch or something, or a remake. Yeah, the reboot, reboot with, with Jason Lee. But that, like, was, that was a long time yeah, ago. I know, but still, it's like, dude, just make it. Yeah, well, you, you know. You make it work, you know? I, I would have been interested in that in the time, but it's, the time has definitely passed. Fletch. The return of Fletch. Yeah. What do you got for number three, Joe? Cliffhanger 2. I can, Cliffhanger 2. Back in the day, yeah. Stallone mentioned that he was going to move forward with the Gabe character, right? But it had something to, something to do with the, um, fuck, wasn't it a dam or something like that? It was called The Dam. That was like the working title of the, of the film. Back, way back in the day. Don't okay. you remember reading that? I kind of do. Um, I love I'm Cliffhanger. Sure Cliffhanger's a fun movie, but it just doesn't feel like it needs a sequel. Now he works at The Dam. You know, Is that lead into the the flood starring Christian Slater and Morgan Freeman? Oh God, the flood originally, yeah, okay. that was the original no, title. The so, flood, yeah. And they so what? It hard rain. And then, uh, yeah, I remember that because it was called the the originally called the flood, yeah. and you used to go around trying to pick up chicks by yeah, saying, "Hey, we wrote this movie called the flood." Because if you look up on it, it used to be you can find it, uh, you know. Oh. Whatever a magazine article you could uh, find at the time. It's like, New Christian Slater movie. <laughs> The flood. <laughs> then later on, they change it to hard rain because I don't know, probably. The flood would have worked just fine. It would have been and just I, fine, absolutely. That movie sucks. God, that movie sucks. Yeah. I, I'm assuming the writer of Speed, Graham Yost, wrote that back in the day. Probably. And then with the success around. of Speed, that was how movies like Broken Arrow and Hard Rain were produced. Likely. But getting back to Cliffhanger, I don't I, know. I just, it, yeah. Some type of epic adventure, you know. Bad guys invade. I don't know. Maybe what what is Gabe going to be doing at a dam? Who knows? I don't know. That was just the rumor. He was like a day that he was. I don't. Know, maybe he's a plumber at the dam or something. You know, he's the only one that knows how to work at the dam. It's <laughs> just going to blow it up to take out Vegas or something. I don't know. It just seems like why not make another like an original movie on that? Because it's like you know, I enjoyed his character, but he doesn't lend well to going to like this. Different... Gabe is now a tour guide at the. Uh... Is he sad again at the beginning? Did something bad happen? Maybe, you know. He got back with his girl and she left him for gave good it, or something. He gave it the, the two wrong tour to people and they went off a, you know, off off the dam and died and he's, you know, we gotta bring you back. Yeah. You could do the uh, tour guide at just yeah. reshoot that yeah, just reboot the whole movie like that. Just the same script as the first one. Right. She doesn't fall off a cliff, they fall off, you know, a, a dam. Falls off a dam. There you go. You know? uh, Stone's not too old. He's only seventy. He's a, he works as a ski patrol detective or something on a, on a snowy mountain and a plane crashes. I don't know. I'm just saying. It would have been back in the day. You can't make it now, obviously. So if he's not going to do a rainbow. But we can't get John Lithgow back, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy Walker! My money! <laughs> just uh, no Lithgow, no sequel for me. I'm not interested. But he has such great one-liners in that movie when he's using the money to yes. start the, the little fire to keep him warm. Unfortunately, he just plays. Yeah. 
Like that's classic. Yes. You know? I, I love the I don't know. Uh, I love the was it the Australian guy or was it British the soccer guy? The soccer guy, yes. yeah. Soccer, it's a great game. Soccer. Well we kick the ball. Striker kicks the ball again. Striker, striker talks too much. And he gets a knife in the leg and falls off the cliff. Rennie Harlan. I miss good Rennie Harlan. Rennie Harlan was good with what? Die R2 and Cliffhanger? And, and come on, Nightmare Adventures on Elm Street. of Ford Fairley. I couldn't Nightmare? put that on the list. God, oh, God. I thought that was going to get a secret. We've talked sure. about that. That's, yeah, that's one we're going to have to do sometime. But yeah. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 4, he did pretty good on that. You know? Well, it was successful, but yeah. boy, the movie is shit, though. Oh, at the time, it was good. Nothing, nothing will be Dream Warriors ever. No. Yeah, what, part four, part five, Nightmare on Elm Street? God, those blue. I thought four was okay, but five was five has gone awful. I don't think I've ever was seen Was that the Dream Child? Yes, I don't think I've seen that all the way through. And then six was Freddy's Dead? Freddy's Dead, right? yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, well, let's move on to uh, number two. Number two. My number two is Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, I nice mean... One. That so needed a sequel. I understand it did like nothing at the box office, but that movie is great. Remember that trailer? Jack Burton is here to save your summer. Uh, oh, that is that is a classic. Right? It is, and it's so set up for a sequel at the end. It's just perfect. I remember watching that. That was on HBO all the time. Oh yeah, that's how I saw it. And I didn't see it in the theater nope. because it didn't really do nope. anything at the theater. And then yeah, HBO just played the those shit. Those were weird days it. because it was like those were the days when. Um, you know, Indiana Jones, The Temple of Doom. Like, my mom wouldn't let us see that in theater. It's too violent, guys. I heard it's so violent. Really? And then finally, one that come out on HBO or what have you. That's how you read Indiana it. Jones, Jones, The Temple of Doom was pretty violent for the day. I, I guess, but it's like, dude, I was like, Mom, you let us see Raiders of Lost Ark. I would see, like, dude rips the hearts out and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm like, Raiders of Lost Ark, see how that ended? Yeah. People's faces melted off. Yeah. Say, a guy's head exploded. Freaky, freaky shit, yeah. With flames shooting out, you know? But Yeah, but Big Trouble in Little China just... Great movie. It's a lot of fun and that know. that is one of John Carpenter's better ones. Yeah, that is damn good. One of his good, classics. Good Kurt Russell just kills it. Love the ending on that. You know the little beast. Yeah, it sets up back. sets up Love for it. the sequel right Love there. It. Perfect. It's like, oh shit! Did he die? What? And it's kind of like he wiped out almost all the bad guys, so he can start over. Just That's a whole right. New, whole new thing right there. You know, it, it seems like Carpenter probably expected that to happen, and just it didn't do well. Right. Of course, when it comes to sequels for Carpenter, they escape from L.A., so maybe it's better they never made one. But, right, true that. But anyways, that's a great movie and needed a sequel. I mean, it's okay they didn't make one because it stands on its own. You don't really have to have one. I just would have liked to have seen it. Yeah, oh yeah, big time. That would have been, been pretty fun. All right, what's your number two? Number two. Are you ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> I was going to go with uh, Ferris Bueller 2, but yeah. I don't know. No, I mean I I could see that. You could probably. Were you that thinking of like? Were you thinking of doing it like now? I think it's a little late now. He's he's like too old now. But I, mean, I think maybe I think t- you could work it out where he's at work and now he takes a day off of work. You know, he works a stressful job. He has a family at home or whatever. I don't yeah. know. there could be something there. Well, it's funny because if it would have been better if John Hughes was still alive to actually direct that movie, but I don't yeah, know. it would have been cool. Yeah, I, or possibly you you could have made it into a trilogy. You know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you know, the first you know, time he goes to college, what have you. You know, and then you could have done the actual work environment kind of thing. But, yeah, but I mean, it's like, what was Broderick almost 30 when they made that damn movie? It's like, yeah. yeah. You, but, it's kind of like the Beverly Hills 90210. It's like, they're 18. No, they're actually 32 in real life. 32. Like, like, how old was Ralph Macchio when did Karate Kid? He was like super old. 
It's, uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I, I said I was going to say Ferris Bueller, too, but I, I'll have to go with that one. I think that that kind of... It kind of goes with the Bill and Ted thing, where it's like they're talking about doing the Bill and Ted movie. That would be awesome. And I think that's going to work. That would work better. That would be Because they're both on board to do it. They're just waiting for the right script. But it's like, you'd love to see what those guys are doing. Well, they're not doing much. You know that. You well, can't have you. Oh, they, they, no, the characters. <laughs> so you meant the actors. No, Alex no. Winter's not doing much. But. No, that that would be great, because yeah. those guys were set up to just be fucking losers. Well, they're, they're going to the save part. the world. In a, well, they saved the world in the sequel, right? Yeah. Bogus Journey. Um, there's the space inside. Yeah, there's so many ways that they could they could do it. I mean, it's no Tango and Cash too, <laughs> which I would have loved to have seen. Damn, that. I should have put that on my list. Well, that was the the one that I was kind of competing with: Ferris Bueller Two or Tango and Cash Two. But I'll have to go with Ferris Bueller Two because I would rather could, have seen the. Could still do it. Could still do it. Tango and Cash Two. It has the best title: Tango and Cash Two. Back on the Force. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or do you mean the most generic title you could possibly? Yeah. No. Come up with? I, yeah. Tango and Cash 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I should have put Breaking on here. Well, they did make a sequel. They did. They Breaking 2. Let's see another one. It's another canon great right there. Jean-Claude Van Damme's in Breaking. Is that right? He is. No. There's a scene of he's like a background dancer. He's just kind of like, yeah. Look it up. Look, Van Damme and Breaking. He's in there. Are you shitting me? I'm not shitting okay, you. Okay, I'm going to look that up as you go through it's the next one. definitely true. Okay, my number one is kind of a odd choice, but I always wanted to see a sequel to Blind Fury. Yeah, that would have been I cool. love Blind Fury. It's one of my favorites. That was it's, a cool It's character. a movie that like nobody really saw. Didn't make much of the box office. We'll have to do it on the show. It, obviously, I'm telling you I like it right now. But it's, it's a fun movie, and Rutger Howard, one of his best movies, which I guess isn't saying much since he doesn't have many starring roles, but just a fun movie. It's a quirky, kind of weird movie, but... I like the character in it, and it, it, again, it's one of those, did you find it? I found it. Tom, you're not lying. No, I'm not. Oh my god, that is fantastic! Yep. Take a look at it. There's he's Van like Damme. the same outfit he wore in like Bloodsport or something. Double limb, or like a Lionheart when he's fighting in the pool and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, do you think he went off to his family like, I'm, hey, I made this movie, it's Des- called Break. You know, yeah, yeah, desperate to, he was, you know. But you remember, he, he, that's, how he, that's how he got, like, blood sport. He went up to Golan Globus and, like, you know, tried to kick him in the head. And, you know, was like, I'm going to make a movie. I'm make a movie. You know? Until me, the next stop. Did that thing where he could kick the guy right by the head but not hit him and oh, stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, You've got a job here, sir. Pretty much. Okay. I Wow. You learn something every day, folks. You do. There that, you go. That was awesome. Classic. But no, get it. Blind Fury 2 would have been great. Yeah. Blind Fury, it's, it's a movie probably not a lot of people have seen. It was uh, 1989. Rutger Howard plays like a blind swordsman in it. Awesome. Just a fun movie. Philip Noyce directed it? Philip Noyce, yeah. He went on to do a lot of bigger movies. Yeah. It's a lot of the Jack Ryan movies. Right. And Patriots he did a lot of, game, right? Yeah, did a lot of crappy movies. He did Sliver. So. It, oh, God. You <laughs> like to watch. No. <laughs> no, we, we don't. I, I mean, that came off the heels of what Basic Instinct. So yeah, you we, thought it was going to be like this gigantic sexual erotic type thriller. Boy, that fucking. I don't know if you were. I saw it in theater. I don't know if you went with it. We left halfway into it. It was so bad. No. Yeah, that was, this was a good Philip Noyce movie. Enjoy. Yeah, no, that, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Blind Fury 2 would have been awesome. Yes. So what do you have for number one? Here? My number one, The Monster Squad. That would have yeah. been great. That would have been awesome if they would have done a sequel to that because then you could have just kind of brought in the rise of the monsters that they fought. You know, kind of yeah. picked out ones from the classic uh, Universal Monster 
you know, yeah, films. I, I don't know. It would have been pretty cool. I just saw that, like I said, in the Chicago at the Film Fest, Fred Decker was there. He was yeah. the director of the movie, and he, was, he had a couple of the cast members right. that were talking about that. They would have loved to have done it, but it just, you know, the movie didn't do well. Well, it didn't do well. Just bombed. Boy, it's still, that, that movie's still fun to watch. It was. It's enjoyable. I mean... It doesn't age. Well. I was going to say it didn't age well, but it's still fun. It's still a fun movie. It's one of those, it's, it's like, you know, the Saturday night uh, movies. You can go check it out with all your friends. It's also yeah. funny because it's like, it's, it's kind of like Bad News Bears, where it's like they couldn't really film that anymore because it's like they really say a lot of slurs and stuff in that. You just couldn't do today. No, you, you, you can't make They're dropping like a lot of homophobic slurs and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, wow. Wolfman has nards. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. The, the big line. I kicked him in the nose. No, Monster Squad's a lot of fun. It's it's not a great movie, but it's certainly an enjoyable one. No, Fred Decker directed it. Yeah. Shane Black helped write that one as well. Is that right? I believe so. Okay. If you noticed it when you watched Night of the Creeps, which was Fred Decker's first movie, he had already signed the deal to do Monster Squad. Okay. So in the bathroom in Night of the Creeps, there's yeah. a scene there, and he has, he has Go Monster Squad written on the bathroom. Nice. So it's the first time I've ever seen somebody advertising for another movie. So Go Monster Squad. That just, is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely an enjoyable movie. I, I could see a sequel. I mean, obviously it's too late now. The thing that I liked most about Monster Squad, I think that that was one of the better depictions of Dracula in yeah. a movie. Yeah. I thought the Dracula, that was really good. Dracula was pretty cool. Yeah, he was really good. He was the leader of all the monsters. Yeah, I mean, Dracula... Well, you had Stan Winston. He was the one that was behind the, yeah. know, the character designs or the, the, the monster costume design. They look great. They definitely did. The Wolfman was the bomb, dude. I love the Wolfman. The mummy looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, the sea creature, you know, was amazing. Um, the, my favorite scene in that whole thing was when the, when the father puts that... A dynamite stick in the in the Wolfman's pants. It kicks him out the window. Yeah, and the dude explodes. Then he comes. You know, he goes back together. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. But yeah, the special effects are great. Stan Winston is definitely missed. He was he was phenomenal. Yeah, he did a lot of great things. Absolutely. Well, I think that does it for our top five for the week. Should we just end the show now, Joe? Yes. Let's, let's just not talk let's about not our even talk. move forward with Hudson Hawk because good God, I guess eyes are going to start bleeding. I, I guess ears will start bleeding too, probably. I guess we have to talk about it. Now, Joe Lomi has copied of this movie. Yes, Joe owns this movie. He paid, actually, cash money for this movie. So, but Joe, what a deal, though. It, it came as a double feature with No, no, Hollywood. no. It doesn't matter. You purchased oh, this movie. Right. You bought it for that movie. Well, now, I did. I did. It explain yourself. Explain your, your love for this movie. Oh, it's, it's not really a love for the movie. It's... Um, it's a, it's a guilty pleasure. Don't ask why. I have no idea why. Okay, explain what you, explain film. what your pleasure is from this movie. It's so horrible. It's just horribly done. Yeah, and to this but, day, I can't make sense of what this movie. I know. Is that's what to I was be. gonna. That's what the first thing I was gonna ask you. Can you explain this movie to me? Usually, we do a breakdown of the movie and go straight through. I don't think you can for this movie. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I I understand the plot. You know. Okay, can you start with that? that? Basically, you know, you have, um, you know, the Da Vinci. He created... He's got this machine that's supposed to turn lead into, into gold. gold. Right. Okay, I got that part. And they're, they're basically trying to put this machine together. Because all of the yes. all of the parts of the machine are in the, the paintings, which is why he's correct. Is that the, well, it's, it's uh, the, the crystals, basically, to make the machine function. He hides that into, I think, three of Da Vinci's... Masterpieces. So right? Master Cat Burglar Bruce Willis is forced to go get these right. pieces. Well, after I mean, Bruce Willis, the movie starts off where he's basically in prison. Yes. Right. Um, 
and then basically on the first day that he is released, um, his parole officer, who I think is basically working for the corporation or whatever, which I think they call them. Can you explain any of that to me? I didn't know. There are a lot of bad guys in this. I don't understand why they're bad or what's anybody's motivations in this movie. He basically wants Hawk to retrieve, which I believe it was in that horse statue at the beginning of the movie. I and mean, yeah. it's all like a fucking blur, to be yeah. honest with you. But parole officers working for the bad guys, they know that they can get it, and then they can quickly off Bruce Willis's character. You know, I wish they would have. But obviously it doesn't work out because there's like that weird mafia, the, the Mario Brothers, they're called, which... Yeah, there's a lot of Nintendo references to this movie. They, they mention Nintendo a bunch of times. This was in, what, 1991, 91. right? Okay. This is our year. It's the Toy Soldiers so year. So this, this comes off the heels of Bruce Willis. Um, Die Hard was the previous Die Hard year. Die too. Die Harder. Yeah, previous year. Yeah. Um, you know, the marketing behind this movie was like, it's the next great adventure, right? Well, yeah, they, they, they tried really to pitch it as an action movie. And there's no action. There's, there's very there's, little action. There's, there's small amounts of action in there. But very it's, small. It's like, okay, he's a cat burglar. He has to go and find these pieces to collect. You know, they're basically like, if you don't collect all these hidden pieces, we're going to kill you and send you back to jail or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, they're going to kill him and send him back to jail. Oh, that's, sorry, that's... Or, sorry, send him back to jail or kill him. My bad. Your um, choice. <laughs> your choice. But there was, you know, um, foiled attempts of him having a cappuccino throughout the movie. Which that was the whole thing. His whole quest really was to that. get a cappuccino, and he couldn't get it till and the end. So close. Sorry, so I spoiled close. that, people. That was just the. the... You you ruined the, the surprise ending. I mean, I mean, look, folks. This is a movie that basically Bruce Willis and Robert Kraft basically came up with. Yeah, Robert. I mean, sorry, Bruce Willis wrote this movie or co-wrote with, this movie with Robert Kraft. And this basically... But it, just, it started off as yeah. like a song. Yeah. There was like, I, I forget the whole Tommy Five Tones. It was either... Danny Allo's character. Yeah, but it was somebody that like, they actually existed in real life or whatever that they used for this. They're like, oh, there's something there. So that's why they threw him into this movie. No, no, there's not. There's, there's nothing. It's a cool name, don't get me wrong, but it, it, Robert Kraft started off because of the bracing winds. Oh, the Hudson Hawk? Yeah. yeah, that's where Hudson Hawk comes from. You know, off the Hudson. Hudson Hawk. Because there's only, something some tie with like the only bracing wind whatever, out of this one. The only bracing wind was the you know breaking of wind, like the flatulence out of Bruce Willis's ass <laughs> for this movie. He is uh, Bruce Willis is very very dull in the movie. I mean, um, it's the thing about it. The biggest problem I have is Bruce Willis. He's just kind of snarky and supposed to be cool. He's not cool. No, at he's, all. He's a charmless hero. Yeah, he's supposed movie. to be. He's supposed to get by in his charm. It's a whole thing. It's it's not there. And he's second of all, living. it's supposed to be funny. Nothing in this movie is funny. No. I, I mean, mean, I might have laughed you, when they did the, the Bonnie ball ball, just with uh, the dog catching the tennis ball flying out the window, but it's nothing that you're like, <laughs> No, it's like, it's, maybe you get a slight, like, chuckle, but it's like, wow, for a movie that's supposed to be a comedy. Do you want to play your favorite line out of the whole movie? Because that, that's probably it, folks. Yeah, but it's, it's not a great mo- line. It's just basically, no, what the, no, what the heck? Like, what is doing it? Want me to rape them? Do you want me to rape them? What? I don't even get it. That's the big, big uh, buffoon character, Butterfinger. Oh, Butterfinger. <laughs> I kind of laughed at that line because it's just out of, kind of out of left field. Named after candy bars. Yeah, right? the bad guys are all, all named after candy bars. Butterfingers. Was and there Snickers? Snickers, and there was uh, David Crusoe as Kit Kat, the mime character. He was awesome. 
he just like wore different costumes, didn't didn't speak. He handed cards that said things on them to people. Yeah, he tried to mimic Bruce Willis's character. And then at one point, he was dressed as Andy McDowell in a disturbing cross-dressing scene. Yeah. This, this disturbing movie. is the oh. statue. Yeah, very disturbing. This but that, that's the gist of the movie. Hey, there's some Da Vinci pieces we need you to collect so we can get this machine working again, so we can make gold and and rule the world. Yeah, it's like the. Uh, Richard Sandra Grant Burner? character in Santa Barbara. Oh they're, they're the worst. Oh my god. Yeah. How Richard E. Grant yeah. received work after this movie is beyond me. Well, Richard Grant, he's actually a really good actor. This yeah. is just a Not terrible in this movie. No, well, nobody is. Oh. I mean, because he w- at least went on to do Bram Stoker's okay. Dracula after this. Good for him. James, James Coburn is a fantastic actor. He could do nothing with this movie. It's garbage. Oh, it's it's like, how much am I going to get paid? Oh, okay, cool. I'll do it. I just saw James Coburn in this movie, and it just kind of like, I sighed a little bit. It was like, oh, God. He's only going to be alive another five or ten more years, and this is what he's in. Right? Yes. And, well, and then they have to sing, right? There was always something tied, like Bruce Willis's character. Yeah. When uh, they went, Eddie, when... Eddie Hudson Hawk Hawkins, he knew the time to all these songs, and that's what they used to basically break in and steal. You know what's right? funny? If I were to say there was one thing I liked about this movie, it was probably that. Yeah. I actually, the first scene where they did Sing in a, you know, Swinging on a Star, it was I liked that scene. Yeah. It was scene. it was well filmed. Yes. It was, you know, it was kind of cool. It was different. And you know, it's funny because like, I haven't seen this movie for 25 years. I saw it in the theater. Yep. And the only thing I really remember about this movie was that. Yeah. And I also thought, oh, that was shitty. And right. I watched the movie again, and that was kind of the best part. Well, yeah, yeah. And it's like, looking back on it, I remember that as being bad, but it was actually one of the they, few redeeming... They run redeeming. through the, the pool, right? They're dressed as painters, yeah. what have you. They have to cut a bigger hole because Daniello got a little chubbier. Yeah. But it comes down to this. Who is this movie made for? I don't know. That's the thing. Because it's like... It's a mess It thinks it's a comedy. It thinks it's an adventure. It thinks it's an action movie. It thinks it's a spy movie. It's n- None of them work. No. I mean, it's it, it, and they've got, like, all these weird kind of, like, sound effects, like, boing, like, kids' movies, like, it's a cartoon, and right. it's, like, it's not a kids' movie. It's, it's like, it's a lot a, of... It's, it's a, a wannabe live-action film of some type of slapstick cartoon. Yeah, it's way. just none of it but works. But it doesn't at all. Bang. Yeah, when it's like... he's in the seat. Yeah. That scene there when he's uh, riding the... Uh, what the hell was he even on? Like a chicken? Like a truck transporting chickens or what have you? Possibly, or was that the train that he was riding on? When he jumps off of the roof or whatever? Oh, what, you mean... It was a truck, yeah. It was on the, the, the top of a truck. And it's almost like, okay... Now I, remember, I remember him jumping off of the balcony. Or that, the, uh, that was where the boy came for that. But it's, it's, so, it's like, what are we trying to be now? Like Indiana Jones? I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. And then he has to cough up feathers, you know? And I'm sorry to say... Um, What's the actress's name in that movie? Andy McDowell. Oh, she God. is when awful. She, when she does the dolphin thing. Oh God. I mean, good yeah. for you, Sandra Bernard. She's like, shoot her. I can go ahead and say, like, if I had to pick a, you know, her. pick a worst actor in this movie, I, you know, you'd want to say Bruce because it's all his movie. He's responsible for this, and he's awful in it. The haircut. But, but yeah, the but Andy McDowell is the worst. She is so bad in oh, this I, movie. I cannot stand her. I've never liked her really as, no, as an no. actress. I mean, Why? she was fine in like Groundhog Day and stuff like that. But it's like this. Wow. And there's Alfred in the movie, the butler, the slinging butler. I mean, it was cool with the, the knives and all that, but... No, it wasn't cool. It was <laughs> acceptable, Drew. Nothing in this movie is cool. I enjoyed his, the, the death sequence of that guy, the way they took him out, where he jams the, 
knives in the door and shuts it and it rips his head off. Yeah, I would have like, enjoyed okay. the death sequence of all the actors involved in this film, like if they were to like blow up the set or something like that. Really didn't have fun watching Except for James Coburn. Get him out of there. I like James Coburn. Danny Aiello was the best part of the movie. He was the only one that actually did a no. He wasn't fantastic job. He was in the terrible. Movie. Nobody did a fantastic job in this movie. Come on, I'm trying to pitch it. I'm trying to sell it here. You don't Come have on. to sell it. This movie sucked. No, it does. Um, well, you're trying to sell this movie to anybody. Some of the worst dubbing is in this movie, dude. It is well, horrible. The dub might have been, but the the stunt doubles. Oh yes, the that, that um, scene that you caught. There's a scene where like yeah, oh, he, Danny wow. Aiello and Bruce Willis are fighting on the steps, and it's like it's the worst stunt doubles. It's like the the stunt like? the stunt double for Bruce Willis looks like Katie Lang and the country singer. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just awful. And then like there's a part of the auction house where they like this there's an explosion and this this old guy dies, and like I saw the dummy there that explodes, and it's like I had to stop the movie. And I'm like. It is like the cheapest looking dummy. It's like, wow. It's it's true. I mean, the, the I'm gonna post that on the Man's Man film yes, review Facebook should. page. You need to. Yeah, yeah especially that. I took a picture to send it to Joe. I was like, I had to stop the movie to pause this and look at it. At the uh, at the auction house or whatever. Yeah. The auctioneer dude. Oh yeah. my god, that's fantastic. Fantastic. The Alfred Hitchcock looking thing. Oh, the the dummy. His head blows up. Well, if you want to talk about the worst dummy of all time, then yes, it is fantastic. Especially the teeth that look like... Yeah, I don't know. It's like they just gave up. It's like nobody's going to see this. No, I mean, basically you have actors acting like fools, right? And you don't get a laugh yeah. from the audience at yeah, all. it's all slapstick and nothing's funny. No, nothing. And, like, somebody reviewed this movie and said, this is, like, the longest 95-minute movie you'll ever see. And I agree with that. I had to watch this over two nights because I'm like, I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm like, I got 40 minutes into it. I'm like, fuck, I've got to tap. Would you say it's a box office bomb? <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Tom? This was a box office fizzle. There was no explosion. It was. This movie cost sixty. What sixty five million? Sixty five million to make this movie, and when you go back and revisit it, um, what? where where the where did the money get spent? Did it all go to Bruce? Bruce, Bruce probably pocket? Bruce. Sixty probably. million to Bruce. Maybe some to Robert Kraft. I don't know. Well, part of it is I I read that like they were rewriting this movie as it went, which you can tell because Bruce is like changing shit. This is kind of when Bruce started, I think, his diva behavior. Maybe he had done it beforehand, but he's kind of like, this is my movie. We're going to do it my right. way. It's hilarious. Well, and People are going to love you, it. You, um, you, kind of, you turned me on to that video of Bruce Willis with Robert Kraft. Yeah. Maybe it was like a, I didn't watch a feature that. or whatever. I, I, I couldn't watch that, it. Bruce Willis even explains that you can't do that today. You, you can't pitch a movie like this. You know. Oh, was he trying to were, say he's a trendsetter? Things, and it was things were different back then because you could go off of... Well, this Die Hard 2 was successful, so I'm going to make you all this money. And the, here's this idea. Here's a real shitty idea, and you're going to do it because I'm, I'm big time now. You know so basically I mean? he knew it was garbage? I think so. Or was he trying to say, but just, you, you can't do it today. You could do it when I was great back then. No, I, I think was, he was just saying, like, back in the day, you could just go in and pitch shit. And people say, yes, we're going to do it. Here's well, all I kind of respect him if he admits that this was shit. Uh, I was waiting for him to stand up and defend this movie. No, no, no. I, I don't think he defended it at all. It's it's a movie that literally he says it in his own words. It it was a song. It was supposed to be yeah. a song. Then turned into a movie. This is one. Yeah, this together. This is one of the worst movies I have ever seen. I agree with you. Well, because it's it's, it's a guilty pleasure for me because no, because it's just no. so bad. So yeah, every but, time I put it in, I sit there and I'm like, but, okay, it starts off with this premise. I get it. And then it, 
where it goes from that, I don't understand what the But the thing is, I understand what you're saying. It's a guilty pleasure, and it's so bad. But this is not so bad, it's good. No, no. It's so bad, no, it's, it's just bad. It's so bad, it's bad. But then how is it a guilty pleasure? I don't know. I don't know. But it's a damn good movie. If you have to clean your house, you pop this movie in, you know it's... Um, what, what is the runtime on this? 95 minutes or whatever you said? Yeah, 95 for the longest you minutes of your You can literally run. vacuum your house, and you still can't understand what the fucking movie's about. You know? That's the know. worst the worst review I've ever heard from somebody. Watch this movie when you're vacuuming your house. What do you mean? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But whatever. Were you trying to get like a gene are you trying to get like a Gene Shallot movie poster quote there? I don't know. That's this movie is great. Like did they leave out the well vacuuming your house part, you know? But okay. See, Joe Joe has always had a major boner for Bruce Willis. This is this is a fact. Except he's trying to defend this movie, but he's he's No, has, I, I can't defend it. It's just my guilty pleasure. I don't know why. I can't, I can't explain it. The, but the movie is bad. I'm not defending it. Like, it's good. It might have that... Uh, but I'm waiting for you to tell me what you session. like about it. What's, what's the guilty pleasure part about it? Like, our next live movie, Samurai Cop, it's a guilty pleasure because it's so bad, bad it's good. It's good, yes. And that's why I like that movie. There's nothing redeemable about it except that it's Maybe hilarious it's to watch. because it's a guilty pleasure for me because there could have been something there. But these guys totally blew it out of the water. So are you yeah. saying this is a movie you would like to see remade with, like, a different ideas? Possibly. You know? like with somebody I, I think they have an idea there, and that's all it is. Except they just they couldn't develop it into a movie. Because, like I said, it started off as a fucking song. Yeah, I mean, the, I, the idea itself is not awful. There's something there with the cat burglar. Yeah, and the, the Da Vinci thing is pretty cool. I enjoyed it's, that. It's, it's, so it's like little bits that I can go through and watch and be like, okay. But it's one of those movies, like, after he um, leaves the ambulance, right? Yeah. Then the movie, I don't know where it goes. From well, the, movie's, it just goes the movie's all wild. over the place. Well, yeah, exactly. It yes. feels like they wrote a scene and then just wrote another scene, another scene and put and it together. Going and, and going and going. And a lot of stuff was cut out and right. a lot of it was last minute. Oh, we'll have this part in the ambulance now. Yes. And none of it really fits together. Characters drop in and out. Motivations, you don't really know why anybody's doing anything. Right. And... Yeah, the bad guys. I never understood why they were all bad. I mean, I understood the main two bad guys, but why were why were the CIA guys in it? The candy bar people. What were they doing? I, I didn't understand that at all. And they were working with the other bad guys. Yeah, which but then they got betrayed. It doesn't. And make I never any understood sense. any of it. That's that's the part where it just kind of I think somebody was literally writing scene for scene. It's or like maybe not. Maybe it was all just. Maybe they just needed. It, it feels like they needed to add onto the body count because nothing was happening in this movie. Suppose that Robert Kraft just brought a paragraph. There's our movie. Uh, and the rest of it, we're just going to do improv. We're going well, to make I'll it give up. You, I'll give you that part that perhaps th- th- there's, there's a bit of an idea there. There's but, an idea there. I don't mind. Okay, cool. He bro- he gets out of prison, right? And his parole officer is basically going to, I don't know, put him back behind bars, right? Because he basically owns his ass, right? Yeah. But now they have to, they're giving him this job to do. And he's like, oh, what am I doing? I should be out looking for a job, not you know, breaking in places again, you know? Yeah. I don't know. The chemistry between him and Danny, I I mean, they're getting out of prison and forced to do another job. That's the oldest cliche in the book. Well, yeah, it's, it's your but, old. Yeah. I mean, that's... There's a one to be 48 hours right there, too, you know? Just well, it's just a buddy. It's a buddy thing, just yeah. like everything else. It's a lethal weapon. It's, you know... But that's it. It's just that idea. Maybe that's my guilty pleasure. I don't know. But it's done so horribly. I mean, if they were, if they were to do a remake of this or a reboot... 
they would have to completely change the name, change all the characters. They could oh, yeah. use the original premise and maybe change, you know. And either make it an action movie or a comedy. You know? Yeah, it didn't work both ways. No, it, not at all. Because the comedy didn't work and there was not enough action and the action sucked. And that's the saddest thing um, because the director of the film, right, directed uh, Heathers. Yeah, which is a great movie. He's, he's done really nothing since. Yeah. He's been pretty much garbage. That's, that's kind of weird. That's why people were kind of somewhat well, how did excited. How tap into that director for this movie? You know, this seems like a movie that Bruce Willis should have directed himself. I read that uh, Bruce Willis liked his work, liked Heather's. Okay. And they thought it'd be great for this. And then I also read some stuff that all they did was fight during the making of this movie. Well, don't you don't you see that Bruce Willis probably had his way? Well, he always has his way. You know, how Joel Silver made this. See, I'm this surprised. Was, this was started a decline on Bruce Willis a little bit, credibility wise. And definitely for Joel Silver, because it's kind of like, you're riding high, you're riding high, and then what happened after this? The 90s were not kind to Joel Silver. No. He's, the, he's the producer. Yeah, then, he's, then what happened? Demolition Man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the movies that... Yeah. That, that's another movie that hopefully we'll review someday on here. You know, it has promise, you know, but God, yeah. did they totally piss that movie away. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah. It's that's, just, what, that's what they did here. But again, getting back to it, it's an epic failure. Yeah, $65 million dollar budget. The movie grossed $17 million. What's crazy about it, when you think about it, $65 million. I don't even know if it went worldwide. $17 million. $65 million bucks, and you look at inflation, what would that be today? This would probably be like a $150 million movie today. Oh, yeah. Easily. And you look at this movie, and it looks like shit. It does. Oh, God. It's just, wow. Production value, the... I mean, I know that they went on, they actually went to, you know... Did Rome. they film in Italy? They went to Rome or whatever. Yeah, they went they, on location. They, they, maybe for this. that was why it cost so damn much. Bruce is like, I want a friggin' vacation. We're You're going pay on for location. Which, which, even in that uh, documentary or featurette that I watched, he was an asshole. You know, here in Italy or wherever the hell they landed up, the, 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 it's just tradition that when you have a guest come over and stays at your house, everybody waits outside and gets photos and you're supposed to take a picture. Yeah. Every person, every individual gets a picture with their guest. Instead of who comes out of the car or limo, Bruce Willis, does he take a picture with anybody? No. He just kind of comes off cocky like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis. And people probably snap photos and he just walked right in. And he apologized to everybody in Italy saying, hey, sorry, guys. Yeah, he apologized on a YouTube video 25 years later. If you're watching this, I'm sorry. Way to make amends, Bruce. Because maybe that was like, uh, I don't know. Maybe that was on TV. You're a a saint. Episode or something. Well, let's talk about how this movie uh, was reviewed. Oh, it was a terrible review. <laughs> my favorite review ever is obviously on opening weekend. This was great. I love this. Uh, okay. Because it opens... What opened that weekend? Backdraft finished number one that weekend, right? What so about Bob? Backdraft, but that was in week two, yeah. right? Um, I mean, this had a lot of movies opening up in a week. Holy crap, drop so, dead Fred. But Backdraft opens, uh, Hudson Hawk, Thelma and Louise... Only the Lonely, Drop Dead Fred, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. And look at that FX2, was that week three? Hey, wait a minute. Look at what number 14 that week was. Oscar! And look at this. What did Oscar make? It made one million, right? No, no I mean, look at the Oscar total gross. Oh, 19 million. That's Oscar right. made more money than Hudson Hawk. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Good for you, Stallone. You're the man. Oh, Mannequin 2, on the move. Look at that. <laughs> what week was that in? Man, I would have loved to have gone... Two weeks. I would have loved to have gone to a Mannequin 2 Drop Dead Fred double feature. Kindergarten Cop was 
23 weeks in. Oh, and also that, yeah, also that week, also number 12, a, a definite show movie we're going to watch. Oh, Stone Cold. Look at that. Stone Cold. That Brian Bosworth. $5 million in two weeks. That's ahead. actually, I've had that on the, the, the hopper to come in here pretty soon here. But here's my favorite, um, here's my favorite um, headline. A review? Backdraft burns Hawks. Hawks? Link Hawks from over the oh, top? I love that. I love that. Backdraft burns Hawks. It, it, it's funny because I saw Hudson Hawk with Tom. Come on, Hawks. And I think the following weekend I went with my mom to see Backdraft. I'm like, all right, cool. At least I was able to see a good movie because Backdraft was awesome. You know, what, you know what really disturbs me? I never saw Backdraft, Backdraft in the theater, but I saw Hudson Hawk in the theater. There you go. That That's is pretty disturbing. bad. Don't feel bad. Just like I saw Willow instead of Die Hard. Or Superman 4 instead of Robocop. Oh, God. I'll never let that one down. Okay, well, let's see. We got some well, of I want to get back to the key moment of the soundtrack, right? Well, let's do reviews first. We got some other people. Oh, you want to do other reviews here. Okay. Hudson Hawk is a terrible movie. Yes. The end result is being thrown up on selected screens this weekend, and the suspicion that this was a pooch turns out to be undeniably correct. Boring and banal, overwrought and undercooked, Hudson Hawk is beyond bad. Uh, Variety said, a relentlessly annoying clay duck that crash lands in a sea of wretched excess and silliness. That's awesome. I love that. Rolling Stone, a movie this unspeakably <laughs> awful can make an audience a little crazy. Yes. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. The finish that he says, you want to throw three things, yell at the actors, and beg them to stop. Please stop. Please. Please. Um, There's not a lot of good reviews for Obviously, this. it's a box office bomb. It's it's just beyond bad. Right? Did, we, did we talk about the uh, um, the video box change? Oh, the video. This is kind of a funny story. So, obviously, again, box office bomb. When it, because partly because yeah. the, it, with the marketing behind the film, because of the, su the success of Die Hard Two, they pitched this movie as action an action film. So the tagline on there on the gigantic poster. Um, so the, the very first teaser poster you had just Bruce Willis with that annoying expression on his face. Shy, sensitive, law-abiding, polite, respectful. I don't think so. Hudson <laughs> Hawk, stupid. The the final poster, stupid should have been in there. The final yes, it should have. Don't see this movie. Um, <laughs> fucking lame. I think so. This movie bomb. I think so. <laughs> you know, is the, that the one where he looks where he's got his stupid mouth? Yeah, that stupid. Grin. Oh. oh god. I, I don't know. I think it's the same poster they used. I just remember because Good Day to Die Hard. They this, just removed the sunglasses and his hat. This was. I remember this was coming out. Like Joe and I would just started being friends like about six months earlier. And we saw the poster. Yeah, right? we saw the poster, and I looked at that, and I said, and Joe's like, "That looks really good." I said, "Joe, that looks like shit. What's up with that stupid look on his face?" Then we saw the it preview. Looks like, it looks like he's been like, sniffing oh, glue. Oh, it's gonna be big, man. It's gonna be huge. But anyway, the tagline on the final poster said, "Catch the." I got this new movie, Double Impact. Gonna be big. Gonna be huge. <laughs> I remember we, we showed up six hours before that movie began because we thought the line was going to be so long. That was my fault. Well, but that was that was. Oh. but anyway, getting back to yeah. the the last poster that they released before the movie came out or with the movie it said "Catch the Adventure," "Catch the Excitement," "Catch the Hawk." Well, it was changed when they released the VHS tape, right? To "Catch the Adventure," "Catch the Laughter," yes. "Catch the Hawk." So they got the excitement out of there and put laughter in. There's neither excitement nor laughter nor in this laughter. movie. It so, should have been "Catch the Shit." Yes, "Catch the Shit." <laughs> Catch the lip. Catch the hawk. There's a funny story. That I don't. I don't know who this is, but it said when somebody met Richard E. Grant, who played the bad guy, he told him that he was one of the few people that liked this film. And Grant's response was, "It was a stinking pile of steaming hot donkey droppings, and you are an idiot." It, so um, I love that. That's like great. 
That that is good. <laughs> like the guy comes up and says, "I really like that movie." Nobody else says, "Like you're an idiot." It did win some Razzie awards for worst picture. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, preceded by Ghost Can't Do It and The Adventures of Ford Fairley. Ghost Can't Do It. Wow, Bo Derek by film. Shining Through. But hey, there we go. At least he won some awards for being a that's, pile of that's something. I wonder if uh, shit. I wonder if uh, Bruce showed up to collect the award. I love actors that show up and collect their their awards for that. You know what? I, I wish they would have brought this up between ferns, between two ferns, the Hudson Hawk line. That'd have been great. Should have. Although they brought up his blockbuster award. Also, this right? was this wasn't a film that bankrupted the studio, but it was the last film produced by TriStar. Ah. They got bought out by Columbia after this. Way to go, Bruce. Yes. Thank you, and Robert Kraft for coming up with this stupid idea that you blew. Um. Yeah, there you go. A fiasco sealed with a smirk. I think our uh, there's a lot of tomatoes is at a, what a twenty six percent, which is amazing to me. I was surprised it was so high. That is amazing. I expected it to be lower because I mean it's it's yeah. Film score of seventeen out of one hundred. I don't know if Bruce Willis was able to go out there and vote a bunch of times for it to help it out or something, but yeah, it's like okay, well, that's right. Go ahead, getting to the soundtrack, I was you know really surprised reading through this that. The lovely song, The Power by Snap, wasn't included on the soundtrack. Yes, well, but it was uh, the one that Sandra Bernard was singing. Uh, I got the power! Excruciating. Oh, um, my God. Do, do we have a couple uh, sound bites here of this lovely movie? Uh, not, a, not a lot. Uh, here's another Bruce line. Let's hear this one. You know, Caesar, if the Mario Brothers weren't New Jersey's third largest crime family, I'd say kiss my ass. Considering your status, I will say, slurp my butt. Yeah, that's the slurp my butt line. Slurp my butt. Classic. And, a, and another Bruce here where, he, where he's under duress. Ah! Happy sailing, oh, no. How am I driving? 1-800, I'm gonna fucking die! The 1-800, I'm going to fucking die line. Which is... 1-800. Yes, which is right after... Right after that great actress comes up and said, Mister, are you gonna die? <laughs> oh my god. So he throws a cigarette out of the window, he catches it, has to have a drag off of it. And then the of course Joel Silver, ambulance just tips on its side, it has to blow up. Well there's where sixty five million. Probably, be. probably. I don't know. But yeah, I mean some shitty movies, you know, that basically well not shitty, but just, you know, they <sighs> Like kind of like some of the Rocky sequels, really. Yeah. You know that and, and Rambo sequels, whatever they are, what they are. But review proof, you know, review. They can just get the shittiest reviews. Yeah. And it just bounces right off, ricochets off their thick hides, right? Yeah. This movie, I mean, everybody came after it, and guess what? Nobody defended it because it was true shit. Yeah, it just kind of went away, and it's been kind of like resigned to the bargain bin forever. Right. It, it belongs there. There's two other really cheap things I remember seeing in this movie that just made me laugh. There's a part where they drop the um, the gate on the security guard. Oh, yes. yes. And that is another awful dummy. Because if you pause it, it's just like, he's like, the, the gate starts coming down. He's like, ah, I'm just like moving his arms around. It cuts like a static scene of a dummy just sitting there. Yeah. And then the other one, I don't know if you saw this. $65 where the dog, million. Dollars. Where the dog is peeing on the car. What happens with that? Oh, yeah. It's a it? fake dog. Yes, yes, it's yes. like just a static dog just like sitting there. It's like, uh. it's, I understand they couldn't get a dog to pee on it, but it's like, wow, that looked really bad. Folks, it doesn't get any worse than this. It's yeah, I mean, it really it's, doesn't. It just, and I'm not, def I'm not sitting here defending this movie. Yeah, you did. You already did. It's your, it's our <laughs> tape for defending it. We, people probably stopped listening to this 30 minutes ago. Um, but 
the reason why we I actually picked Hatsunok because that way I could torture Tom. You did, and we'll watch it again because you haven't seen this since the theater. No, I haven't. So twenty five years. My gift to you, just like just like when I saw Terminal Velocity. I'm like, oh my god, man, it's so great, so great. Tom, you got to see this movie. You fucking just asshole. so he wasted his his money to go into this movie. That's happened um, to me twice. It's um, like you, yeah. It's, it's fun to do from time to time. Oh my god, yeah. I, I, Tom can pick these movies out of. The, I don't know where he pulls some of these movies from, but they're they're enjoyable. That was that was yeah. That was the best ever. It's like I, Joe's I like so. this new Charlie Sheen movie, Terminal Velocity, just came out. I'm like, yeah, I saw the trailer. It looked like shit. It's like, no, dude, it's awesome. You got to see it again. It's like it's so good. I'll see it again with you. And I'm like, well, geez, if he's willing to pay for it twice, it's got to be good. So, like, we went again, and it was, like, ten bucks. We got there. We sat down. Right before the movie starts, Jonas looks at me and says, By the way, you know this movie fucking sucks, right? I'm like, you asshole, you just made me pay money. And, like, and you paid twice. That is awesome. Oh. It's, it's a classic right. Joe right there. It's like, sorry, Tom. And we proceeded to watch an awful movie, and Joe watched it twice. And, well, classic. Well, do you have anything else, anything else to say about Hudson Hawk, Joe? Um, Do you want to state your case anymore that you, you love this movie? It's a guilty pleasure? No, but God, I'd like to buy that teaser poster. You have, you had the poster for this, didn't you? It was the video poster. The one... Oh. I think you were working at the video store at the time. Yeah. Um, the one that had said, basically, catch catch the adventure, catch the laughter, catch the hawk. Catch no, the, I, I no longer have that. Catch the AIDS. <laughs> the only Bruce Willis this posters I have are all the Die Hard this, ones and Last Boy Scout. That's it. This movie could cause cancer. Ah, oh, that's terrible. It, it is, it but is it's it, it just it's good old fashioned ass cancer right there. Oh, uh, just just terrible. No, it's it's definitely one of those movies that you get home from bar time, you put it in, and you can fall asleep right away. If you had a long day at work, put Hudson Hawk in; it will knock you out. Okay, well that's the review I was expecting out of you. You're not defending it anymore, so if, if you change no, your mind, no, it's, uh, that's why I said you can vacuum while watching this movie and still. Well, probably but you, I, you can I, understand what's going on. We gotta go back again. You know, it's like why you why do you need to move on when you're vacuuming? I don't know. Try to make that line work. It doesn't work. It's terrible. It is. I'm gonna keep pushing you on it because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make but sense. So I'm gonna stop saying. I it. got a vacuum. What should I watch? <laughs> I've never heard of that before. That's not. <laughs> you know, sometimes like if you're uh, doing uh, homework, just have a, a movie that is playing in the background just background noise you know okay. this is one of those type of films that you don't necessarily but have it's to bad be background to watch music. It. you just hear it but why, oh, yeah. why do you want to hear this no torture yourself I don't know I think we're going to need a whole other podcast discussing this Joe because we've got we haven't gotten to the bottom of it yet we're going to we're going to break it down break it down so no it's, it's already broken back so. in the day in 91 if you were going to see a movie that opening weekend I'd probably have just checked out Backdraft or Thelma and Louise you know Toy Soldiers was still in some theaters it was on the previous it's not on there but the previous week it's not week. on there but the previous week okay Toy Soldiers Home Alone was still that that's hilarious Home Alone was still rocking almost two million dollars and that was in its 25th week go see Toy Soldiers and for you fans of that movie did you think I was kidding why isn't that out on Blu-ray it should be on iTunes in HD I doubt it it's probably just uh, straight off of that uh, DVD that you had yeah I'd rather talk about any movie from 1991 except for Hudson Hawk Hudson Hawk I think we've beaten it to death I I don't think there's much else we can say about it and Bruce Willis basically had his way hey I can sing in this movie because it's my movie yeah and we a two star rating is uh, a Bruce Willis horseplay by the pool so, so would you uh, say the the worst who's the worst actor in this movie? We can't say best because 
Who's the worst actor? You know who I'd say the best person in this is? I liked Butterfinger. <laughs> Butterfinger, I, I enjoyed all he the... He played uh, his role well. He was just the yeah. big, big buffoon, and he had the rape me line. You know, yeah. Rape him line. No, you know. yeah. You can't go wrong with the rape me line. A rape them line, yeah. That made no um, sense. It's Andy McDowell, hands down. Yeah, I mean, Sandra Bernard just fucking makes me want to throw up every yeah. time she's on the screen. But I agree with you. Andy she's McDowell, so just bad. that dolphin fucking sequence. Oh, God. I mean, that bugged me when we first saw it. But now when you see it again, I mean, good for you, Sandra, because I guarantee while filming, that probably wasn't even lying. She was probably like, can somebody shoot this bitch? Yeah. Shoot her, please. Anyone? Anyone have a gun? I agree with you. There should have been a lot of people shot on this. God, that woman. Sandra. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this movie at all. No. I, just nothing about it. The casting, just that's all. Bruce Willis' haircut, the fucking three earrings. Yeah, the three earrings. I'm like, what is this? I, I don't I don't get it. You, you pretentious bitch, Bruce Willis. <laughs> Give me a break. And, and now he just made straight up shit. Straight to video. Straight to video. Maybe he can get a Hudson Hawk sequel filmed now. 70-year-old Hudson Hawk. Hawk 2. Well, let's, Hawk uh, I think we need to give our star ratings on this, Joe. I think we're probably going to be in agreement on this. I, I think so. Zero stars, folks. <laughs> Zero stars. Let's bring on the bees. What, what is that? What is that? What is that? Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! Yeah, I mean, ugh, if any movie ever deserved it, it's this one. Yeah. It stings. It stings to revisit this movie. And you have to go home with that movie now. It's back in my collection. I would really throw that in the trash right now if I were you. That, I, I picked up that movie. It didn't even come out of the cover art. Isn't that something? That's sad. Do you want sad. cover art? No, I'm, I'm sure it's awful looking. It's like, I, I don't I get think it. It's that you sold your James Bond collection but have this. Well, that's because I picked up the box collection on iTunes or whatever. Okay. I, I enjoyed that box set. It was great. But after a while, I mean, I just had no room to collect all the Blu-rays. So that's why I had to transfer. Well, you could make some room by getting rid of this disc. It's on iTunes, Hudson Hawk, for $12.99. $12.99 too much. Sorry to say. You should have to pay or be paid to take that movie. Yeah. This, this is something that would have been on uh, Phil Donahue back in the day. And underneath your seats is a copy of Hudson Hawk on VHS. Enjoy. All right, yay! Yeah, or on uh, Oprah Winfrey. You know? Catch the adventure, catch the chlamydia. Everybody's gonna go home and catch chlamydia. Oh dear lord! I need a penicillin shot in my dick. All Fantastic. Right. Well, shall we discuss what's next? I think we've beaten this. I death. think so. Yeah. Heard Sorry, we're us. beating a dead horse. That's here. okay. Next up, we're going to be doing the Samurai Cop live show. That should be in the, hopefully in the next week or so. That is we, going to be fantastic. We're working on a special wait. guest from our past on that. No guarantees because we'll see. Blast from the past. Yeah, we'll see. But that's that's going to be our next live show. But what what do we have for our next uh, review? We're gonna we're gonna go with a, a bit of a horror movie. Tear your world apart. 
Actually, he said he's a cunt. <laughs> So yeah, that, that looks fantastic. That's, that's an obscure one. How come if, I've never seen this movie? I, I used to watch it on HBO all the time. Holy shit, that looked great. Um, sorry to say, but I love it. Wes Craven came out with the movie Shocker. Same year. Same year. A couple months after this. Okay. They, they were kind of feuding with this, oh. the same same type of thing. Yeah. It's like exactly the same premise for the most Absolutely. part. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. It's, yeah, yeah, it's this, cool. All right. It's got Lance Henriksen and Brian James, who a lot of people don't know he's kind of a character actor hey, seriously look this up on youtube and watch the trailer that that looked awesome i can't believe i've ever checked this movie it's, it's, out. An, so it's an interesting one it's it's a rare lance henriksen star the horror show oh honey i thought it was a dream <laughs> so that'll be our next one it's it's october so we got to do something a little well scary may, may not be good yeah one. and then that hopefully that'll work up to our halloween special where possibly maybe we'll do a tom atkins double feature i, I don't know to do that we got a lot of stuff to do yeah we got a lot it'll of be stuff. fun so look for some good horror movies since you mentioned fred decker night of the creeps that, that could definitely be a that, that'd be a fun one i'd like to revisit that movie i haven't seen that so yep, samurai years. cops coming up shortly and we'll be doing the horror show next yes so thanks for checking this out and uh, actually uh we wanted to mention we're, we're gonna have a website very soon mansmanfilm.com it's under construction right now and please go to our Facebook page uh, and we also have a Twitter page but at Facebook we're trying to get a little more stuff going on there so yep, definitely. what we'd really like is if you've seen any of these movies or have thoughts of them go on the Facebook page and talk about it so we yeah can, t- talk about it um, if you have suggestions we've had some great suggestions for people about top fives and right. we'd love to hear movies you want us to review and but definitely you tell us memories of these movies if you've seen them or yeah know. any type of photos you can find out there just share it yeah, yeah we, we'd love to see it so that'd be great we'd like this show to be a little more interactive so we don't feel like we're talking to and, and if you don't we're just going to continue to review Hudson Hawk yeah <laughs> it's going to get worse and worse <laughs> Uh, We're going to start doing the Bruce Willis direct-to-video features that he's got coming out right no, now. Oh, I don't know. But we, we, may, we might do Striking Distance. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I, a, saw, I saw, like... And then The Color of Night. There you go. Oh, God. I saw, I saw, like, one of Bruce Willis's most recent direct-to-video movies was starring Mark Paul, Paul Gosselier from uh, Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. What the fuck <laughs> was, was that about? It was, like, Zach Morris and Bruce Willis. It's like oh. Bruce is clearly... Give me the paycheck. Yeah, I think that's all he's doing. I think they were saying in this movie, he basically, they say people phone stuff in. I think that he, like, most of his scenes were on the phone. It's like they, he's, like, talking to somebody on the phone. Do you know how to turn movies down, Bruce? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. Well, hey, Bruce, if you uh, disagree with us, give us a call. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. I'll expect that call soon. We'd have to pay probably $500 to talk to him. So. Probably. Probably. Money well spent. That is true. Uh, fuck you, Bruce, for making this movie, and fuck you, Joe, for making me watch it. Well, You're we'll, welcome, everyone. We'll see you in a, a couple weeks. Well, yes. next week. Take it easy. Bye.